Family from the Heart podcast episode number 197. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And that's right. My wonderful wife is finally back. She's returned. Wow. You survived. I survived. Stephanie, I am so thankful to have you back. We had a great time while you were in Colorado. Our family did. But I missed you. Well, thank you. I missed you as my wife. There's no question about that. But I also missed you as the mother of our three (laughs) children. Let me tell (laughs) you. Wow. Hard work. It is. It is a it's an interesting task to have so many different places you have to run so many different people to. Right. It's a lot of work. One of my least favorite um, parts of my job as a mom is the coming and going constantly, constantly coming and going. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, it, it was, it was a pain because I will tell you there, obviously I would get up in the morning. I'd have to wake kids up, mm-hmm. get them to be motivated to get themselves ready. <laughs> I'd have to fix breakfast. And then I take one child to school while the other ones are waking up and, making sure that showers and everything are all happening and and then I'd fix breakfast and then I'm making lunches and all this other stuff and and then I take another shift of kids to school and and I'm like okay whew, I've been up since four o'clock this morning so that I could get some work done before that all's happened now I got all that stuff out of the way I can work right and the next thing I know my phone rings dad it's me it's Megan I don't feel good can you bring me some ibuprofen I'm like oh my god Goodness, I just got back from taking the other two to school. Mm-hmm. And so now I've got to run out of the house and go do this. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes on and on and on and on. At least like, but right now, um, this school year, McKenna and Matthew have the same schedule. Last year, when McKenna was in kindergarten, it broke the day up even more because she didn't go until... Like twelve thirty, right? You know, so it had a a bigger break in the day, and then in in a couple of years, there's going to be one school year where they're all three in different schools, mm-hmm. and they're all three on different times, right? Yeah, that's just silly. I think it's pretty goofy, but anyway, oh well. it is the way that it is. It is the way that it is. So, um, Darcy is asking, "Do I have a new found respect?" I've always had a respect for our, what you've done. I may have just realized the extent to which it is taxing on your system to consistently be at their schedule. Now you know how I'm constantly distracted. Mm -hmm. I can't keep my mind focused on any one thing. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, we survived. The kids, Mm -hmm. you know, the kids actually had more than just meat and cheese while you were gone. Right. And they not only were they kept alive, but they were well fed Um, we had good times together in Uh spite of the fact that I worked my butt off around the clock. What? No, go ahead. What's so funny? No, go ahead. Finish your story. I know. I want to see what, I want to know why you were chuckling. Well, because I'm going to tell a story, but go ahead. Well, we just had a good time. That's it. Yeah. So, um, on Sunday night, Mm -hmm. um, I was in a hotel in Denver and I got to talk to the girls. Matthew didn't talk much, but I expected that. Um, and Megan's like, yeah, we went to Kroger today. Mom, don't ever go to Kroger on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, we oh, fun. No, hold on. And, and I'm like, I know it was busy, wasn't it? And she's like, the place was packed and that you parked like so far away from the door and I made parked a walk in the furthest it was, yeah. parking spot that you could possibly park in. Right. And um, and so we're talking and she's telling me, you know, what you guys did and what you got. And then Monday night, I'm home, the kids are in bed, and you and I are heading to bed, and I'm asking you something, and and um, I'm like, yeah, well, Megan said 
you know, you went to Kroger and you got Diet Coke. And she's like, oh, she told you about Kroger. Yeah. And she told me that you got, oh, she told you about the chips. Yeah. And she told me that you got, oh, and she told you about the donuts. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I think that maybe that was the first time that you realized Megan tells me everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Note to self. Megan tells (laughs) Stephanie everything. She does. Which I love. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not at all complaining about that. Um, she really does tell me everything. I mean, we're talking detailed account. It was it was a detailed account. You got um, Prilosec. I mean, I know everything that you bought pretty much on that Kroger trip. But yeah. um, but they had a good time. They did. They, they did. They had a good time. I had a good time. Like I said, I I was launching the the biggest project I've ever worked on in my entire life has been the podcast mastermind and if i mean and trust me if i say it's bigger than the podcasting a to z that i ever pulled off this is bigger and it's right. taken a lot more planning and the week leading up to you leaving i worked 112 hours yeah and then you had left and i still had more to do and as soon as you came back monday you came back and it was time for my first calls right with my new groups and i'm like wow and but i was i mean i would get up at four o'clock in the morning and I would stay up until probably about midnight, one o'clock in the morning, just so that during the day when the kids aren't at school and stuff like that, that I, I am like, dude, this is an opportunity. Mom's away. It's a time for me to really have a good time with these kids and, right. and, and stuff like that. So I did not pass up on that opportunity. Very good. And I'm glad that you're back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be back. So I am. Tell us about uh, your captivating retreat. Was it um, was it everything you ho- hoped it would be? It was more. Okay. It it really was more. Um, it was. It was an amazing time. It was. Um, the the Rocky Mountains are gorgeous, gorgeous. I'll go back to Colorado just to see them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember on the bus ride down. Um, the retreat, the the ranch that we stayed at is it was a two and a half hour trip from the airport, so we took charter buses up there, and um, on the way up, God love her, I sat next to a woman that did not stop talking mm-hmm. the entire ride, and so my mind was preoccupied, you know, but on the way down, um, I sat with a friend that I had made, and we were both comfortable being quiet we were ready to just kind of relax and be quiet and um and i was looking out the windows of the bus and i remember looking up this huge to me mountain covered in snow absolutely gorgeous and then I see ski marks down in. And I'm like, people ski that? They're crazy. They're truly crazy. And um, I don't want to go ski. I just want to go see it mm-hmm. again. Because it was it was amazing. And um, and God met me in that place. He did. And he is continuing to do a work in me and um yeah a phenomenal time awesome phenomenal so if anybody out there was you know a fan of let's just say john and stacy eldridge's books and stuff like that and they had the opportunity to go to a captivating retreat it's something you think that they should absolutely i look forward to going back someday cool i do and they do um there, there's the captivating retreat that I went to, and they also do an advanced. Mm-hmm. I might like to do that. It's in Europe, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. No, I think the um, I think it's in Colorado Springs. Okay. Um, or that's where the last one was, or someone that sat at my table went to one that was in Colorado Springs, or something like that. But um, but it's just the same information, just going a little deeper. Right. And um. But yeah, if you're a fan of the Eldridges, absolutely. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Now, did you come away from this retreat with ideas of how you might potentially pull off an authentic life retreat? Um, I'm still processing 
I, I'm still processing that. Um, and and how that that is all going to work? Okay, I'm letting God lead me. Sure. No. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm. I'm still. I'm still processing the work that He's done in my life, and so no, I, I haven't. I haven't taken what I've seen of the weekend and put it into right that and, yet. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that it definitely will ultimately, but uh, and and it doesn't surprise me that that you wouldn't be inspired right away. I mean. Like, for example, when I look at Dan Miller and a lot of stuff that I hear him talk about, I hear him talking about the, you know, teleseminars and I'm like, well, I've done those. Okay. You know, I do actually webinars and um, I hear him talk about his live event Mm -hmm. weekends at the sanctuary where he has people come out for these live events and he has them in for the weekend. And I really never really gave much thought about that. It's like, I don't don't think I ever do anything like that, but um I, I, you know, after hearing about it a couple of times, like, wow, yeah, I, I definitely have an audience that would certainly participate. And so now personally, I'm like, I want to sign up for one of Dan's weekend events just to go and see how he does a weekend event. Right. You know, right. And, and find out what and kind of get a feel for how people are taking in certain aspects and, you know, what kind of handouts does he provide? What kind of schedule does he do? How do they do the lunch and you know, how are people, you know, to, just to experience, you know, are people, you know, getting their own hotel? Is that something that a special rate's been, you know, are people staying at the same place or where, you know, all of those kind of things. I'm ready to go and and, and investigate those aspects of it. So, yeah. but obviously I I wouldn't be going for specifically whatever Dan Miller's teaching. Right. Although but I, more would, to see I would, how he's right. I would definitely be, I would definitely learn no matter what it is. Right. I found that whatever principles for success in one area are oftentimes principles for success are transferable to no matter what you're doing. In right. Life. Right. But uh, for you, you went to the captivating retreat not to do research per, per se, but to experience what you were looking to experience Absolutely. at the retreat. But at the same time, there's no question that if down the road an authentic life retreat does come up, Right. You will certainly have some ideas that you'll take away from this. I will. Um, it it was um, okay. One thing that I know, I just know, um, being disconnected was a must. No cell phones. No cell phone. No, no email, internet. No, no email yeah, communication. No compu- yeah, being disconnected is a must to be able to truly focus and um. And not be distracted, yeah, to, to, for focus and, and non-distraction. It was, it was actually a blessing. It really was. Um, another thing that they, they announced the first night that really, okay, I got off the bus, went in for registration, told them my name, they hand me a packet, they tell me what room I'm in, you know. And so I go back, I find my dorm, I find my bunk, and um, the bunk wasn't assigned, I just got the last one because I took the last bus out of the airport. Um, and I sit down and I open up my packet and I'm, what do I think I'm going to find? I think I'm going to find an itinerary. No. They told you the first night, the itinerary is on a need to know basis. I like that. <laughs> we'll tell you when you need to know. <laughs> um, which for someone who lives a very come and go, um, scheduled, I have to be places at certain times. It was very nice to just... To not have to not worry to wor- about that. You're not counting down a clock of it. Uh, oh, I have so much time before the next thing we have to be right. at. To just be in the moment. I Absolutely. love I love that forced focus. That on, forced focus on being in the moment. It was fantastic. It was something I was really nervous about when they announced it. Right. But, um, but really came to enjoy over the weekend. Um, they do what they call a covenant of silence. Mm-hmm. which I seriously think we should start in our own family. All right. Of having, I think we just, should have a covenant of silence every time we get in the car. <laughs> that's not going to work. Darn. That's not going to work. Uh, we will not be repeating <sighs> that, that drive to Columbus ever again, <laughs> ever again. Well, that was a covenant of silence for other reasons. That, that was awkward. <laughs> silence is what that was. That was, that was horrible. Stephanie and I had. had Can I ex- go ahead? Yeah, no, you go ahead. Well, 
we had had like a huge fight. I, I would call it a big disagreement. <laughs> I would call it a huge fight. Like okay. we haven't, we hadn't fought. We've had disagreements, but we hadn't fought in a long time. You know what? For the life of me, and I have no idea what that was over. I do. I don't remember. I do. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyway, it starts with an M, ends in a Y, and... Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember now. Okay. And everybody else knows now, too. Yeah. Um, And then, so we had this huge fight, and um, Cliff is screaming at me. I'm taking it because it was something that I had done, and, um, and I knew that I deserved to get yelled at, or at least that's how... That's how I felt. All right. All right. And I said, well, that's fine. Just go ahead and punish me and do whatever you got to do. And then you'll, you know, and then we'll get back. And you're like, I don't punish you. I don't know what you're talking about. And then you don't talk to me for four days. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I knew what I was talking about. Um, And then we had to have a very awkward two hour drive to Columbus. Right after that. Right after that. In the silence. It was. (laughs) It was not fun. We pulled off the dinner, though. Like, we did. We did. We did pull off the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good day. No. Anyway, uh, but um was not our finest hour, baby. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But a covenant of silence is um would be after the sessions and and it was time where they would give you questions to to think on and to pray on and um and just to have that quiet time to kind of soak in the session and listen for the voice of God for what he was speaking to you. And right. and they got um they started out really short. Like the first time it was we're going to have a covenant of silence just during the song. Just listen to these lyrics, listen to these words and take them in. And then it was 15 minutes and then it was 30 minutes and they would ring a bell after and um, the last day, we, they ended up being very comfortable. Like I thought silence was going to be very awkward for me because I don't do well with just silence. Mm-hmm. And um, I have no problem being quiet myself, but having silence kind of scares me sometimes. And um, and so it, it became a very comfortable place. But on Sunday morning... We got up, we had our first session at 9 a.m. And um, Stacy talked for probably about um, 45 minutes. We had um, had a covenant of silence for 30 minutes. And then we had an extended time of worship before we dismissed and, and left for the day um, or for the weekend. Anyway, um, so our, our covenant of silence was from 10 to 10.30. And I'm sitting there in my chair and I'm just... I'm praying, I'm writing my journal. I'm really, it was a fantastic time of silence. We're all still in the hall together. Some women went outside. They must be the women from Colorado who can handle the cold. I stayed inside where it was nice and warm. But um, but you could tell when it was 1030 because the room like burst with conversation. Like You have these 400 women who have to be quiet for 30 minutes. So there are 400 women there? There are 400 women from ages 23 to 73 um, from 10 different countries. Wow. Yeah. I ate several meals with um, two very sweet ladies from Australia um, who had not met until they got there. It was, so that was really cool. Um, I had, I stood in line next to a woman from Switzerland and we talked for a while. Ursula was her name. And um, where else did I? I don't, I can't remember the other countries that I personally met women from, but um, there was, there was a woman from Haiti who on our bus, on our bus, um, as we were leaving the, the ranch, um, did I say she was from Haiti? Anyway, she was from Haiti and she stood up and she said this most beautiful prayer over the women and, and the bus and the protection of the bus as we went down the mountain. Um, and so I didn't actually get to meet her, but I loved listening to her pray in her, 
beautiful accent. It was just yeah. gorgeous. And um, so, yeah, 400 women. 400 women. That's amazing. It really was. It was, a, it was phenomenal. And the mountains are stunning. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I am so excited for you and you. and stuff. So obviously you got back Monday afternoon. Afternoon. How launched long? right back in. You did launch right back in. I came right off the in. airport uh, airplane running. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Um, I, I hope that you came back to a surprise that the house wasn't completely out of yeah. order. No, and it destroyed. looks really good. It's, it's worse now that I'm back, <laughs> 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 which I find quite funny. I really do. We, we, uh, I, while you were gone, I instituted this thing called the no dish policy. Right. And I was a strict no dish policy kind of keeper. Clearly I don't have that policy. (laughs) But it was, it was interesting. The kids, the kids were like, but it's not my time. It's like, dude, it's, it's your time. (laughs) Do it now. Empty the dishwasher. I'm doing the dishes in five minutes and it better be empty. And I just, whoever was the closest to me it's time to empty the dish and it's like because of my no dish policy you right. know it it only t- there's only like 17 little tiny things in there it's right just, just go do it it wasn't full yeah. well that's because you didn't have to prepare a, a dinner no i didn't like you you but didn't it, have dinner dishes you guys just had bowls and plates and i did prepare a dinner uh i had um i think i made a mac and cheese and and i'm I, that was a lunch Okay, well, I prepared a okay. lunch, but I, I had one where the, I, you know, I had the colander and the okay, the a pan with cheese in it all and right. all and stuff. Okay. I mean, that, and and dishes were clean right afterwards. Okay, I was just arrested. well, no, I'm just I, wanted, I, I feel I wanted, like I'm I feel like I'm defending myself, saying no. okay, but I have like the dishes of three meals up there because I made three meals yesterday. <laughs> I'm saying that I worked my butt off to make sure that when you came home, you did a not only were the job. kids alive right and fed and taken care of and where they were supposed to be but i also wanted to make sure that when you came home that the house was somewhat in order it is it is in order um it's in better order than than i keep it in and order is supposed to be my word for the year <laughs> um and uh and it, it was, it, I'm very grateful that you, that you kept it as clean and the as kids you helped and the kids helped and you know that i do realize they do for you I, that's what different I was, than they do for me. No, I was just going to say that it w- it was very odd because I know the struggles that you have in the morning with the kids. The kids don't get out of bed. The kids don't get dressed themselves. They don't do this. They don't brush their teeth. And, and, and it's a real pain for you to do that. And I will tell you that for some reason, it was not an issue for me. I'm like, I, I think the kids, I, I think this is probably a part of it. They realize that um, if I don't do this, I ain't getting where I need to be. <laughs> I think the kids knew that dad's not going to come put my clothes on. No. Dad's not going to come and brush my teeth. Dad's not going, you know, dad's not going to come down here in 10 minutes again. Right. And ask me if I'm out of bed. It's like, I asked Megan the night before, what time am I waking you up? And she told me and I'm like, I come down. It's like. I, I turned the I turned on her closet light so mm-hmm. it's you know she likes me to turn that light on first and I'm like Megan I'm here to wake you up I'm going back into my office to work for the next 30 minutes in 30 minutes I will come upstairs and I will pack your lunch and I will then ha- I'll right. make you some tea and stuff like that but I expect that in 30 minutes not only will you be out of bed but you will have taken the shower that you told me you're going to take you will have dress dressed yourself you will have prepared right. all of your stuff ready for school and you will be fully clothed your hair will be done and you will be ready for me to take to school and i will be up to feed you some breakfast and i sit there i said now here's the deal i'm walking out of this room i won't be back right and she's like okay and she got right out of that bed and she went to it and mckenna had the same kind of thing i'm like mckenna i know that you don't want to get up right now and stuff like that, but I really need you to get out of bed right now, and I need you to start getting uh, your clothes put together for what you're going to wear today. And then I went in and got did the same thing, and and they did it. And I'm like, hey, I'm fixing you guys some breakfast. It's going to be ready. You have about ten minutes to get out here and have your breakfast. And and the thing is, is I didn't have, I didn't have any wiggle room. You know, I, I think because you have a little bit of wiggle room, 
you know, and stuff like that in your schedule. Like, for example, you're not, I, I mean, while they were in the process of getting dressed, brushing teeth, taking showers and stuff like that, my only responsibility wasn't just to pack their lunch. Right. My resp- I, I had to come. I, I'm by golly, I've got to launch this mastermind group. Right. I have to, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I'm like, I've got other things to do. I really, I need you to commit to me right now that you're going to do this. Are you going to do this? And they realize that dad's not messing around. If I don't do this, I ain't going, I'm not going to have what I need to have done. And right. I, and so I don't know if that had a little bit to do with it or, or if maybe they're just, I don't know if there's the fear of dad or mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think that's it, but there, there's certainly, there's certainly a difference between me coming in and talking with them and you coming in and saying the same things, but in a different way and with right. a different expectation of what might happen if they don't do what you ask. And so I don't, I don't know. Well, I think that's something that, um, and, 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 and maybe that means that, you know, me helping you in the morning by going in and, and doing the waking up and stuff like that and, and us kind of participating together. Right. So I'm willing to, to work with you on that. If, if you desire it, okay. but I, I certainly don't want to come in and say, I'm better than you and I'm going to take over. It's not what I mean. I, I just realized that the kids and, and I they don't respond to you. And I don't know if you being here would make them respond to me differently. Right. It's like, oh, I don't need to worry. Mom's here. Mom's not going to let me oversleep. Right. You know? That's not true. Mom does <laughs> let them oversleep all the time. Um the day I left Thursday when I left Megan got back in bed three times I know and yeah I was nearly late for the airport but God had other plans and so I had to get on a different flight anyway um but uh yeah they just they respond to you differently they do they do and I was very proud of myself yesterday though um I told McKenna, now one thing that you did not have to do while I was gone was laundry. I did not. So I'm like swimming in laundry right now. Although I will tell you that laundry is a product of the fall. Mm-hmm. Because if it were not for the fall, I'd be blissfully naked right now. <laughs> if I, I was born to be naked and not even to know it. You know, that seriously, laundry. Ugh, I'm swimming in it right now. It's everywhere. It's, I thought I had it all clean but then people still keep getting dressed and getting things dirty. It, it's it's a constant. It's always going. And um, yesterday, I told McKenna because all of her clothes are um, were in a basket, mixed up with everybody else's. I said, "Think about what you want to wear, and then tell me, and then I'll find it." Because that was the best way to go about getting her dressed yesterday. And so she tells me she wants to wear her blue dress with her black leggings. And I find it and I give it to her and she gets dressed. It's now time to leave. And she decides that's not what she wants to wear anymore. She wants to change her clothes. And I said, McKenna, we don't have time to change your clothes. We've got to go now. But she runs back to her bed. She throws herself on the bed and she's crying. And I don't want to wear this. I want to change. And just going on and on. McKenna, we don't have time to change. We have to go right now. Of course, the time that this whole, the time that it took to have this whole conversation with her she could have changed. Right. <laughs> but um so I didn't scream at her. I didn't I just said, No, this is what you chose to wear and this is what you have to wear today. And she stated why she didn't want to wear it anymore and that she wanted to change several more times. And I was just like, No, we we've we've got to go. It is time to go and this is what you were gonna wear today. I took her by the arm and I lifted her up off the bed. I set her on her feet, but she did that thing where like her legs collapsed. And so she fell to the floor on her knees and was continuing to cry that she didn't want to wear this anymore. And I picked up her coat because it was right there in her room next to me. I slid it on her. I lifted her up and I said, we have to go. And she walked to the living room, got her backpack and went and got in the car. And I think that it was, it was knowing that I wasn't going to give in that that's what she was going to wear today. I wasn't going to let her change. She had her little, she had her little meltdown. She's like, okay, I'm not getting my way here. And she just went about the rest of her day and she was fine. Yeah. In the car, on the car ride to school, she was fine, but I didn't give in. Cool. Normally I do. Yep. 
So anyway, so, what else? Uh, Super Bowl happened. You watched it, right? I watched the entire Super Bowl. I know. Although we did run to Chipotle. I don't know if they, did they tell you that? Yes, they did. See, so, yeah, I, I figured. You paused it. We did. And you went and you brought it back. We did. We, and, and Chipotle, guess what? Was we, empty. Th- we were the only people in Chipotle. Yeah. I got told that too. I, I'm like, where is everybody? This is at home first, watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been to Chipotle. <laughs> I thought they'd give me a free meal or something just for coming in. Nope. No. But um, they, they, it was a funny because they have like five people working there and nobody in the restaurant at all. And here I am. I bring me and I have my four ki- or three kids with me. And there's so there's four of us. We're all ordering. And, you know, normally they have all these people in the stations to pass down the ding, the things down the line. Right. The other guys are just like moseying around the restaurant, nice. doing nothing. And this one poor guy is sitting there doing every single item for every single piece of our order. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I want to go back. I got to <laughs> get back to Can the we game. get somebody else here to help out? You know, it's like, seriously? Yeah. But anyway, it was it was fun. We had so, yeah, we went and got some Chipotle during uh, the first half of the game. We paused and I'd say we were, we got a good 20 minutes behind, which was mm-hmm. cool because, you know, we were able to skip through some of the boring football stuff and get <laughs> to, straight into those commercials, which were not great, by the way. No, the commercials were pretty cheesy. They they were really bad this year. There were two or three commercials that that were pretty decent. The Eminem one. The Eminem was the Eminem one was funny. Where the where the right the red coat take or yeah. the red Eminem takes off his coat. Yeah, and that was funny. Yeah. I'm sexy and I, I know, know it. it. <laughs> and then he does the wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh, that was hilarious. And then the the El, the Chevy Apocalypse. You know, so the, it was 2012, the year of the, the apocalypse proof vehicles. Okay. So it's, it looks like New York City or something like that. And the whole city's destroyed and out of the rubble comes these headlights and a, a, an engine roars to life and a Chevy truck comes out from under the rubble. And then the, it happens someplace else, such Chevy truck comes out. And then in the middle of the city, city in one of these intersections with everything destroyed around them. It's these guys get out of their truck and they're talking to each other. And they said, where's Dave? And the one guy says, Dave (laughs) Dave drove a Ford. See, now I did not see that commercial, but I saw like people on Twitter talking about how Ford was complaining. Yeah. And, um, and so it makes sense now that would have been funny. I laughed out loud at the Doritos commercial with the slingshot baby. Mm -hmm. Hilarious with grandma and the baby. Stealing the Doritos. I thought that was so yeah. funny. You know what? If I were Ford, I don't think that I'd be complaining at all. Do you know how many millions and millions Absolutely. and millions of dollars that Chevy had to pay? Yeah. And they're, and, and Ford gets a commercial. And, and Ford, <laughs> Ford gets a commercial out of I it. Know. Because everybody knows that Chevy trucks aren't apocalypse proof. Right. And and here they go spend all this money. And what do they do? They talk about their competition. competition they, right. They, give, they yeah. name them. It's like, it wasn't like, dude, he drove a Toyota. It wasn't, right. dude, he drove it. No, it's like, there's Chevy and there's Ford. It's Ford. Right. And if you don't it's like it. our Chevys, well, guess what? Hey, go get yourself a Ford. Right. I, I, I think I think it I was. I thought it, yep. Anyway, but yeah, the slingshot baby was good. Um, and then I think that was, that was pretty much it. Those yeah. were the only good commercials. I was very disappointed in, um, this has been building for several years. It's not just this year that I have thought about it, but as our son gets older, mm-hmm. I think I'm more sensitive to the way they're advertising when I know that he's watching when the way that certain yeah, people like, are advertising like went GoDaddy, GoDaddy and, really, really and bothered those me. Car commercials. There was a Valentine's Day commercial that really bothered me. Um, and I just, I understand that the majority of viewers are men, you mm-hmm. know, grown men. But on that occasion, mm-hmm. that's not the case. Right. It's just not. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm just I'm starting to get more and more bothered. They're talking in the chat room about the Chevy truck commercial that they had okay. Twinkies, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. Nice. You want a Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> so Hostess got so a host, little. Yeah, they got a little commercial, too. Yeah. Nice. I wonder if Hostess paid Chevy. No, yeah. I wonder if Hostess went know. in with Chevy on that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that was Super Bowl. Um, I I want to say that I had you know going be actually before I hit play, 
I had heard people say, you know, Giants versus the Patriots. Patriots right. You know, and, and somebody even in our mastermind group says, you know, Giants versus Patriots. And I'm like, who, who are they? <laughs> the who versus Is that the football? Right. <laughs> I have no clue. And matter of fact, I didn't even know. I didn't even really know that the Super Bowl was this weekend until, mm-hmm. you know, I saw some people talking all over Twitter about it. And I'm like, oh, what time is it? We'll sit down. We like to watch the commercials. And, um, I saw the part where they were marching the teams out onto the field. Yeah, so you saw the very beginning. I called the Giants to win the Super Bowl based upon the people marching out on the field. Okay. And two reasons. Okay. One was the Giants looked like giants (laughs) compared to the little boys that came out from those that Patriots team. (laughs) Okay. And also... The look on their faces. They They wanted it more. You could tell that they had a confidence, an air of confidence about Mm -hmm. them. And and I and I tweeted it. I said, of course, I did say that, you know, I'm going to call it right now. The Giants are going to crush the the other guy, that that other team, that other team. Right. And and I didn't even know what other team it was at the time, but the Giants are going to crush them. And they didn't crush them, but they did win. They did win. And I'm not all that into football, but I will tell you what. I feel like, and I've seen this happen in lots of football games. Okay. Well, every football game I've seen at the end, I think it's very unsportsmanship-like to do what they do with the time clock at the end. Okay. So here we are. You have the Giants are up by just a few points. Mm -hmm. Enough points that the Patriots, if they were to score a touchdown, even without the extra point, if they just score a touchdown, they would win. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, And if they were, but here's the thing, there was so much time on the clock that they, there was enough time, plenty of time for them to make a touchdown. But the problem is, is there was enough time for them to make a touchdown. And if they make a touchdown, they open up an opportunity for about a minute and a half or two minutes or maybe three minutes. And then that could give the other, the Giants Mm -hmm. a a chance to come back and score again. Right. So what do they do? Instead of going out and getting a touchdown, they and and doing this thing, I don't know what's it called. Um, the, oh, playing the game, playing the game, uh, maybe relying on their defense. Um, do they do that? No, they use every single method of stopping or running the clock out. They they do things so that the clock will not stop, and and they they're just. It's like, dude, this is not a sport. This is us finding you, find, uh, trying to find ways to manipulate the the rules of the game to your favor so that you can keep them from scoring, not by your defense, but by just but it also, sitting around picking your nose. But it also cost them the game. It did cost them the game, and, and it's, so should it. And I wonder how much of that had to do with... Um, with not them not wanting the Giants to score, but having lost complete faith in themselves to complete a pass. Yeah, I don't know. Their passing in was, that game was horrendous. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about their passing. All I know is that... <laughs> that's when that's when the one guy throws the ball to the other guy and yeah. he doesn't catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all I know is that they purposely were running that clock down just so and it's like dude they must have some confidence in themselves that they could actually do a touchdown after they ran the clock down enough right but uh sorry they 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 figured you know the giants won they obviously have no um confidence in their own defense the funny thing was um i knew that the game was on on sunday and i knew that i had a pretty good idea that i was going to watch it in my hotel room um in denver because i didn't fly out till monday morning but um, <laughs> what I failed to remember was that I was on Mountain Time, mm-hmm. and the game started at four o'clock in the afternoon. Four thirty. Four thirty, whatever. Um, so it was on when I was checking in, and um, I was having uh quite a good teasing going back and forth between myself and the young man who was checking me in over who was going to win. Nice. And then he said, he said, all right, well, when my Patriots win, you can come down and I'll give you a hard time. Well, then I said, 
but that's not going to happen because the Giants are going to win. And um, but then after they won, I did not go down and rub it in because I was far too tired. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Super Bowl. We had actually we actually had ourselves a Super Bowl commercial party mm-hmm. here at the house, me and the kids, and we all had a very good time. They all mm-hmm. stayed up through the game, very good, and they went to bed with no problem afterwards. So that was good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so, yeah. I put McKenna to bed that night. Yeah, you did on the phone. So Colorado trip, Super Bowl. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about Mardell, and then let's we'll talk that. about some other stuff. Okay. Uh, real quickly, we want to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Of course, they've been our sponsor now for more than four years. Yeah. And uh, they have been very good to us, and you guys have been very good to them because I just got a report for January sales, 199 orders. And a gross sales of $6,109.40 spent. Wow. So you guys. They have ebooks now. Yeah. So they, they have something brand new. They are now selling ebooks, gift cards, and they also allow people to pay yeah. pay PayPal. with PayPal now. I know. On their online store. But um, I was looking through their ebooks. Uh, it's not like the, you know, you can't put it on your Kindle or your iPad and stuff like that, but you can. They actually have, I think, a, a, an e-reader okay, uh, for the computer and also for the iPad and, and stuff like that. But uh, there, there's a whole frequently asked questions. If you click on ebooks on their website, you can read all about I'll how that. you can mm-hmm. do that stuff. But um, anyway, they just wanted us to let you know that they do have those. Of course, my recommended products, our recommended products, you can find at... Uh, mardell.com forward slash gspn awesome and um i think we're gonna have well i don't think i know we're gonna have to add beautiful outlaw yeah by john eldridge to our recommended products but i'll wait until you read it and see how you feel about it all right yeah sounds good but i'm loving it absolutely loving it loving it that sounds great yeah so anyway uh make sure that you use promo code gspn in the shopping cart at mardell you get 10% off and that's how they know that you're saying thank you to them for sponsoring Family from the Heart. And again, feel free to share that with all your homeschool organizations because they have tons of homeschooling materials there and your church or whatever the case may be. Thank you, Mardell. All right, so Stephanie, the next thing I want to talk about is last night I had an awesome opportunity to go to a dance with Megan. Yes. yes, you did. And I'm like, I just realized on the way there, wait a second, she's not in a one-hour dance class anymore. No, she's not. She is in a (laughs) two-hour dance class, and they make the dads dance. I know they do, because they make the moms dance when we go. Oh, man. So, I came home, and I had myself some ibuprofen. (laughs) I bet. I'm kind of sad that you're going to miss hers, though. I bet. I'm so um, sad I'm missing hers as well. Yeah, I hear it in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I can see it all over your face. No, I really am. I, I so mean, she's trying to figure out who she's going to invite. If she's going to invite Matthew to go with her, I think or, she should take Matthew. So, um, but yeah, she's upset about that. There was a there was a girl in Megan's class who had her younger brother there. Yeah. Okay. So I think Matthew going for McKenna, I think, would be very cool. Maybe you should suggest that to him. I will talk to him about that. Remind yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't want her to be one of the students in the class that doesn't have anybody there. Right. Oh, oh that was the other thing. Megan also had a class, somebody in her class whose neighbor came. Okay. Because her dad couldn't make it, but her neighbor Maybe. came. That's fun. It was fun. That's fun. We don't have those kind of neighbors. No. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, She told me you just stood there. That is not true. She said, well, okay, he didn't stand there. He kind of did this. And she showed me like (laughs) her definition of what you were doing. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. The last two years that I went to daddy daughter dance night, I injured myself. Yeah. Seriously injured myself. Well, okay. No, one year I seriously injured myself. It took me weeks to recover. (laughs) And and then the other one, I, I twisted my ankle and it hurt. So I will be, I'll be honest with you when it came to anything with it was a twist, you know, one of those whole spin around. Di- yeah. dance? No, I didn't do it. Yeah. I just turned myself around like I was doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> I'm like, 
not doing it. I'm getting ready to go to Disney World, my friends. I'm mm-hmm. going to spend a day walking around in three parks, and I am not going to do it as a, after having a an injury. An injury. But I did a lot. I okay. mean, I did the waltz with her, and yeah. I did some other fun stuff. And so I did a lot. Okay. But I did actually... Anything right. that had spinning movements. Uh-uh. So I hear that you're expecting me to ride the uh, Tower of Terror with Heck you. Yeah, you are. And I'm here to tell you, I will not do that. You have to. I don't have to. I know you don't have to, but I want you to. That's the fantastic you thing about life it. is that I don't have to do anything I don't you, want to do. You will love it. No, I will not. You will love it. Okay. Let me ask you, how much do I like heights it there there no, wait, just answer my question not a lot but okay. it doesn't how it, much do i like being scared this isn't scary how well does my bladder work <laughs> this is this is we'll take a change asking- of clothes <laughs> <laughs> no. there's your title we'll take a change of clothes, we'll change clothes. no not gonna do it you will love it not gonna happen you will love it. So um, if I ride, maybe I can make this work to my advantage. Okay. If I ride the Tower of Terror, uh huh. what then are you going to do? Like? I don't know, but I'm going to come up with something. Are we going to go to Harry Potter World and get some butterbeer? Ooh, that wasn't on the list, but yeah. <laughs> I know. No, we're not. Um, besides, I know how to make that at home now. I know you do. Um, Thinking about it makes me want it, though. I know, right? So maybe, I don't know. You might have to watch a girly movie. Oh, okay. Or I could wait for you in the gift shop. <laughs> we'll, f- we'll figure that out. Yeah. So. Um, taxes are done. Taxes are done and God is good. That's the title of today's episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Taxes are done and God is good. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about this for just a minute because okay. here, here's the thing. You and I have been following Dave Ramsey for like billions of years. Billions of years. And billions. it feels like we're never going to get past step two. So, ever. so we're here when we first find out about this Dave Ramsey dude, uh, we're we're like in the tens and tens and tens and and well we're in the upper tens of thousands yeah. of dollars in unsecured Secured. debt yeah we're talking about that uns- was before we even had a mortgage yeah that was before we had a mortgage and then we added the mortgage to it yeah well, that was crazy so, um but that's not unsecured here's but the deal we Go had ahead. like 45 Forty-eight thousand dollars in credit card debt yeah. is that right yeah and then we yeah. had a car loans and a bunch of Cars. other stuff on top yep. of it and it was it was not pretty. No. And I remember going to Dave Ramsey's event and he says, baby step number one, a thousand dollar emergency fund. Right. Baby step number two, the debt snowball. Right. And debt snowball is where you pay down your lowest balanced card, not your lowest um, interest rate, but your, your lowest, lowest balance. balance. And you continue, you throw as much money over top of the minimum coverage or car. Or min- you pay the minimum all the other ones. But you take the the lowest take, balance, yeah, and you pay as much as you can over the minimum, and whatever that is, you keep paying it until that's paid off. Take all the money you were applying to that, and then take the Add next lowest the balance, next. and you mm-hmm. debt snowball this thing. And we did that. We we did we our thousand dollar emergency fund. We've had an uh, we've had close to a thousand dollar emergency <laughs> fund ever since then. Right. Um, it's needed to be replenished a couple different times because right. of emergencies, but um. And and we did the debt snowball, and eventually we became debt free minus our mortgage. Right, it was amazing. Two thousand seven February. Step three. Wait, 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 wait. We've been debt free for five years. Yes. Really. We've been debt free for five years. Sweet. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it is. Go ahead. All right. So here is the thing. Step three is. Do, Three to six months. It, do, is it still called the emergency fund? Yeah, it is. It, it, it says, but yes, it's step three so. is build your emercency fund from the 1000 to three to six months of your income, three to six months of your income, which we were close to. So what before you obliterated your income? So 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which me, she's talking about when I left my career in insurance. Exactly. To start this crazy podcast. This crazy stuff. thing. And so, um, so that, that depleted once again. Yeah. And let's see here. 3,600 is my net times six is 21,600. Is that right? That sounds right. Yep. So the idea, can you hit mute on there, by the way? That would Why? be great. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. Jesse says it's six, it's muted. he says it's six months of expenses, not income. Which is fine. What? Either, uh, that's the same thing for us. Yeah. For, every uh, dollar is named. Yeah. Every so. dollar. And, and an expense, as far as I'm concerned, putting money in savings is an expense. So, so we do, right. we do name In our line dollar. budget, it is an expense for us. And it's, and it's, it is net income. It's not gross income. Right. Because obviously we, I mean, if we needed it, Good we wouldn't grief. have to pay tax on yeah. it again. So the, anyway, 21,600 is what six months of our income would be. Yes. And so we're like, okay, well, we need to we need to start putting towards that. Right. And it's like, how are we ever going to build that? And we have this big, you know, we've got all these goals and these dreams for this year. And we knew that one of the things we wanted to do with our tax refund this year is we knew we were going to want to buy new carpet for our home. Mm-hmm. We've been in this house for five or well, six years now or more, seven. How long have we been here, Stephanie? Eight. We've been here for eight years now. <laughs> And we doesn't have a clue. I have no clue. But we've had three kids and, yeah. and light colored, car, light brown carpet. Right. Since really, you know, here. I'm picking out the color this time, right? As long as we can agree on it. But I'm pretty sure we're a, going with black. Well, black won't be it, but it's going to be I'm a dark just, color. It will be a darker color. Um, Very much so. Yeah. Very, very much so. Yeah, and potentially even Berber carpet or something right. something, something that's just going to be little more, durable. Well, here's the thing also is when we built this house, everything that we put into this house was as far as like fixtures and, and carpet and the floor was like the lowest thing on the, the list. Well, except we upgraded a couple of things, but carpet was not one of carpet them. Carpet was right. That's Flooring what, I mean, was, yeah, was We low. changed a fixture in the kitchen mm-hmm. and I think we changed the hallway fixtures. We upgraded all the cabinets though. Those cherry cabinets are cabinets. all upgraded. Right. We took out a wall that would have been uh, in the kitchen yeah. and we took out the wall that is next to the, I mean, we had okay. quite a okay. bit of upgrades. I'm talking doors. We paid for flat ceilings instead of stucco. We did not pay. F- yes. We paid for that, but not as much as they charge you now <laughs> um, because they learned after they did our house. <laughs> but That's probably the fastest just saying, we they've ever we raised didn't get the price. The, I'm just saying we didn't get the cheapest of everything, no, but I'm, flooring we did. Right. And if you would have let me finish, I would have explained all of that. Okay. But go ahead. No, I'm By done. all means, this is the Cliff Show. He really <laughs> liked doing this by himself last week. I did didn't not. He? Dude, it, it was the I shortest know. family from the heart I know, it ever. It was like 30 minutes long. I know. I, I like, posted it when I got back because you didn't manage to get that done. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. You're right. I didn't plan, right. manage to get it done. I, I there's just no time. It was funny because last week um, before I left, I had said something about, I'm like, oh, or no, it was last Thursday. I was posting last week, or not last Thursday, but Thursday before. I was posting the episodes, and I was like, oh, next week you have to post your own podcast. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly you didn't have to post them. Because, I posted Podcast Answer Man. Yes. But I did not post this show but, last week. Um, so... So anyway, here's the deal. We 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 definitely knew that we, want, we, we were going to do this, so... We're thinking, okay, there's going to be, you know, we usually get a couple thousand dollars back right. every year. Yeah. And the reason why is because I re- I never claim exemptions on my tax. Right. I never cl- I never go and say, well, I know they're going to give us the child care credit. They're going to give you this. They're going to give you that. And, and so when it comes to paying taxes on our payroll and stuff like that, I always pay the whatever taxes it's, it's going to be. I, I just pay it and I hold back. I, I don't withhold. I don't do any exemptions right so every year we've always gotten we've a always couple gotten, thousand dollars back yeah. and so okay it's like we're, we're going to use whatever money we can we're going to try to get that new carpet and uh hopefully we'll have a little bit left to to kind of build back into our emergency fund a little bit because it's kind of getting a little thin right because i wrecked the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um anyway so that's that's what we were thinking it's like right. okay well, I got into the I got into the CPA's office, mm-hmm. and um, he was doing the business taxes, and he says, "Oh, so 
He goes, uh, everything's all done and your business had a net profit of, and I, I don't remember the exact number and that's not that important here, but uh, he says your business has a net profit of X number, X uh, thousand dollars. Yeah. Because it brought in more money than expenses, expenses that went out, paid. including mm-hmm. payroll. And I'm like, very cool. And I said, I've got a question for you. I, you know, m- my dad had told me that I might be able to pay myself less and at the end of each month, take a draw on profit. Right. And he's like, yeah, you technically could do that. But honestly, you really want to make sure that you're right around 70% of your gross business income paid out in payroll. Otherwise, they start to be, you know, be a little concerned. And they said, and he says, I look at your gross income for the business and you're right about 70% is what you paid in payroll. So you're right about where you should be. And he right. says, I would recommend this. And, and I sit there, I says, well, I, I, there's just something I don't understand about this net profit thing. Um, every year you're telling me that you're rolling something into my personal taxes. And, and, and I remember him telling me this every year because, you know, the business had a net profit and he says, nothing to worry about. Um, you've got plenty of money that you've paid in on your personal income to cover the taxes on this net profit. Now I heard him say that in 2000 and at, for the 2008 tax return, 2009, 2010. Never really paid attention to what he was saying. Right. But what he was saying is that you, your business has has a net profit. And as the owner of that business, that money actually gets put into your possession. And therefore, you're personally responsible for that as income to you as an individual. Right. And as such, you're paying taxes on income for that money that you have received well the thing is is i'm thinking okay that's fine i've just never received that money because i never paid myself that net income and so i i asked him i said i have this sneaking suspicion that the business owes me money (laughs) right that i mean that that i've just let set set in here he goes oh i he because i just thought you were keeping that as retained earnings and i'm like uh, I, I'm like, can what? you in Do English, you, please? What's that? <laughs> He's like, no, retained earnings. It's kind of like you using your own personal capital to invest in your company as a kind of a loan to the company so that it can invest in future things. And I'm like, I said, well, I certainly I have this account in here that has right now it's got you know thirteen thousand dollars in it and and stuff. Um, but but I I just figured you know I, I didn't want to just pay myself because I didn't want to pay all the taxes on the on the business matching the Medicare and all that right, federal right. stuff. And I figured I'll just let the business have that to invest in other things. And he's like, he goes, well, you know, the thing is, is if you haven't ever paid yourself, pay taxes on it, you've already paid taxes on all that money. And I, and I, so I asked him, I said, well, how much money, you know, if, if you were to add my net profit from 2008 through now, what's the business net profit that, that I've already paid taxes on. And he says, well, I've, he says, I've already taken, I've already taken your net profit this year for 2011 tax return. And I've already, you're already paying out of your personal where you've already put more right. money in than you should have. Um, I've already paid the taxes on the net profit this year. So technically the business, you have retained earnings or money that's due you that you could take out anytime you want tax not tax free because you've already paid taxes. Already it's paid your taxes money. On it. Right. It is your money. He says the total right now that you can pull out of your business is nineteen thousand eighteen dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Right. He's I and I said that I said so I can actually write from my business account a check to Cliff Ravenscraft for nineteen thousand eighteen dollars. And that I don't. Right. He says you've already paid taxes right. on all nineteen thousand eighteen dollars of that. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He says, no. And, and I asked him like five different times. I asked him five different ways. Yeah. I said, you're sure you're not messing up? This is, and I sit there, it's like, okay, well, if I write this check, how do I, you know, what account do I put this into the profit and loss? Because I won't show up in profit and loss. You choose, a, you, you do this in an equity category. And so it, right. it doesn't affect your profit and loss statements and, and stuff. So, I need to, I just need the time to do it. Right. But the business. You need the checkbook. I'll do it now. The business needs to write me a check for $19,018. Okay. And, and here's the thing that is so, um, amazingly God about this. 
okay, is that at the end of 2008, the Ravenscrafts would have done something completely different with, with that, that net, net profit. Yes. At the end of 2009, the Ravenscrafts would have been done something completely different with that net profit. It would not have gone into a three to six month emergency It fund. would not have. It would have gone to all kinds of other it, stuff. It would have. And this right here, this check that we're going to write finishes our Dave Ramsey step three. Yes. Well, and not only that, but our federal tax return after the business has already paid taxes or out of my personal income taxes, you know, right. I've paid this much more in plus it paid for the net profit of this year. So we are, we have enough. Go ahead. We have 19,018 that I'm going to write to myself. Federal tax return, 9,550 state tax return, $408. Right. That comes to a total of about $29,000. Yeah. Because God is good. And so 29,000. Minus 26000 which is what we need for our six months. Right. That leaves us about $3,000. And I think we should be able to get ourselves some pretty decent car- carpet. Should be able to, to, and flooring to get some for- carpet. Right. But here's what it does. It puts us in a place where we are we are ready to start. Number nine on your list is is to start making plans for new home and studio. So much of that was put on hold to build this three to six month plan. Yeah. This three to six month emergency fund. That's done now. That's done. That's done. It's not work. It's not a work in project. It is done. <laughs> and now. The only thing I just need to sit down and write the checks. And- give me the checkbook. <laughs> I'll write it. Um, <sighs> but it's, it's done. And now we can start making those plans and making yeah. a plan to make those plans or whatever it is that is coming next. But God is good and God is faithful in that step three is done. Step three is done. When you write that check, or if you have mercy on me and let me write it, just I'll let you it write it, but fun. I want to I make um, sure that I'm, I have time to do it. Cause I want to put it in I know, QuickBooks I know, the right I understand. way. But when that, when that check is written and we deposit it into our savings account and when the state and the federal come in through direct deposit and I move that money over. And there, I mean, I'm going to have some great satisfaction in checking off step three because I have the, I have the Dave Ramsey steps written out on a piece of paper and um, I'm going to have great satisfaction in checking off step three. I'm going to have great satisfaction, great satisfaction in learning what the heck step number four is. Um, it is 15% in a retirement plan. Oh, well, we'll start doing that. After we make plans for my new house. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, no, we, no, have, no, we have what it takes to do that. I think that maybe you and I, um, seeing as how it's only like six years away, need to maybe put number four. Or put number five above number What's four. What's number five? Uh, saving for college. Okay. I think that at this point, college is coming faster than retirement. Carol says <laughs> Stephanie's new Highlander. <laughs> um, I'm still kind of holding out for my birthday, maybe. <laughs> Cliff says Cliff said that possibly sometime this year. Possibly. So I would love to open up a key for my birthday. Nice. I think that would just be, you know, it's my birthday. It's our 16th wedding anniversary. Do you know that one extremely successful podcasting A to Z course would pay for a Highlander? I know. Right? That's just one. I know. And I already have a waiting list of about <laughs> 25 people for the next podcasting exactly. A to Z course. So like I said, so like I said, I'm really hoping to open up that key or to um, be driven to an undisclosed location and find a car with a bow on it. Um, you know, so maybe my birthday, if not Christmas, I'll be okay with that. All right. But, um, but yes, I mean, they, they are. Make me nervous here. I don't like using those spending muscles. I know you don't like it. Just I'll spend it for you. Just give <laughs> me the permission will. to spend it. I know you will. <laughs> that's, that's all there is to it. Um. But yeah, got oh, wow. it. Got we're is, over an hour. We're over an hour already. Yeah, can you believe it, dude? I feel like we just started. Um, keep going. So but God is what? But God is good, and He is faithful. And there were so many tears in the beginning. 
So many tears. I mean, literally writing checks with tear stains on them that where we are now just feels surreal a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Are you following me? Yeah. I gave up on the $200 for the Christmas present um, just so Carol knows. Um, the best way to tell Cliff that I loved him this Christmas was not to spend money at all. <laughs> on me. On, on you, me. right. Yeah, I, 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 that was that would have been the, that was the greatest gift that I had was that you didn't spend two hundred dollars on me. Right. So. Anyway, and you know it's funny we've been we've been talking about that on successful life mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically last or this week's actually it was this week's it's okay. in it. Um, gosh, what episode number? I don't know. Look for one this week. Anyway, until next time, join, join the, the community. community. It's episode twenty-five. All right. Thank you. You're welcome.